Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, Lake Talks with Sis. We are three childhood friends. My name is Samana. I'm Inshara. And I'm Santa. So before we delve into our topic for today, we just wanted to introduce ourselves a little bit. So just some background on our friendship. We actually met in grade nine of high school. And as time went on, our bond kind of got stronger and stronger. Yeah, our bond got stronger and we basically formed a trio. And we talk so much, we hang out so much together that we decided that we would start a podcast. Because why not talk to other people as well, (laughs) besides just each other? So these talks were kind of inspired by our lake talks, like it says in the title. We used to hang out at this lake nearby our house. And every time we would go there, it kind of inspired us to get into these deep conversations. So we just wanted to bring that to you guys. So through our own experiences, we kind of wanted to share that with you to give you advice or to maybe walk you through something that you may be going through that's similar to our situation. So for me, I remember when I was first starting high school, I was the kind of person that just wanted to have as many friends as possible. So these guys, they know, they've witnessed my journey over the years. But I remember in grade nine, I used to jump from group to group. And like, I was just trying to be like a people pleaser and trying to just fit in with everybody. And that kind of got really like lonely after some time because like you had all these friends, but they're all like super shallow, nothing of substance or anything like meaningful. And it wasn't until like probably towards the end of my high school career, like grade 11, 12, that I finally found my people, my tribe. (laughs) And I finally like just found my place. And I just really started to realize that it didn't matter how many friends I had. It just mattered, like, the quality of the friendships that I had, you know? I agree. That's the main thing. Like, when you're a child, you kind of want to have so many different groups. But as life goes on, you just want to have those small, intimate groups that you can share everything with. Yeah, I also feel like for me, when I was younger, my friends' groups were based on, like, what my interests were. So, for example, like, when I had my One Direction phase... My friends were like, who else likes One Direction? So I'm going to hang out with whoever likes One Direction. But now it's like I have other interests which are not related to One Direction. And even if my friends don't have the same interests as me anymore, like to some degree it differs. That's fine. It's For me, it's like, can I trust that person? Like, is that person loyal to me? Can I count on that person for me, you know, when I'm going through something difficult? And so it's not just about what I like to do anymore or what we like to do together. It's also about, you know, are is that person there for me? Yeah, I agree because all three of us have very different interests, but at the end of the day, we can come together, we can have fun, um, we can have those deep talks, and it's all good. Yeah, like I feel like the friendship goes so much deeper, like even if you have disagreements and you have things that like different interests, it's not about that, it's about like how you're there for the person and how you guys just form that like deep, real, authentic bond. And so, like, how do you guys think that, like, how would you develop a bond like what we have? Like, people who might may not have that, what do you think that they, what is something that they should look for in, in people? I think mostly you need to, for, to look for somebody that supports you and somebody that helps, like, give you advice, you know, is always there for you when you need it. 
Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Like when you're getting older, you're going through so many changes in your life and you want people that can grow with you as well and not kind of, you know, hinder that growth or prevent it from happening. But okay, so what what do you guys think are like red flags in a friendship? Like where like we talked about some of the good things, but how do you know that a friendship is becoming toxic? Um, I think one of the major things you need to look for is if somebody isn't supporting you, if your friend isn't supporting you, that's a major red flag. So your friends should be there to support you whenever you need them and not put you down. So if they're not helping you grow, then they're kind of somebody that you should take a step back from and see what you're getting from that relationship. Yeah, I think it's also really important to just be non-judgmental and just kind of accept that person for what they are. And I think it's really important, especially if you have friends from childhood, like growing up, as you get older, your interests change, like the things that you're into, they change. And it really shows like, can this person who knew me as one version of myself accept me for the person that I'm becoming? Yeah. And like, I was thinking about this and I was like, what makes a good friendship? I always think about that. And for me, the way I think about it is that friendship has two aspects to it. Like, we're not going to deny that there isn't like that transactional element where it's like you give somebody something and you're expecting it in return, right? Like that is there in every relationship to some extent. Um, And then I think there's also the other aspect to friendship, which is just like caring for that person just because you love them, right? It's also, it's not just about I care for them because they um helped me when i needed them but it's also just i care for them because i genuinely love them you know so it's like there has to be both of those things in a friendship if there's just one which is like that sort of transactional element like i was talking about i feel like that's when it gets toxic because it's all about just giving and getting and usually what happens is one person is doing all of the giving and one person is just doing all of the getting yeah i think it comes down to um like the big things that happen in your life, like the big traumatic instances that you experience, whether it's like deterioration of like health of a family member or some hard time that you're going through. How does this person support you? Is their support genuine or is there some kind of selfish motive? Because I feel like at the end of the day, a lot of the times these friendships unfortunately are selfish and it's more about what can... I gain from this friendship rather than what can I give to this person that I genuinely care about yeah but not even like going out with them like say okay they always want to go to a park then you always go to a park but even making everything about themselves so if you are trying to talk about your feelings if they constantly drive the the direction of the conversation towards them I think that's also a big indicator yeah I think also like a lot of the times there's one dominant person in the relationship. It's always you're, you end up doing what they want to do and they don't really listen to you and like cater to your needs and things that you want to do, you know? So like that's a big indicator that like, hey, okay, this person clearly has some selfish intention here. They're not even willing to like give me a chance, you know? Yeah, and as I was saying, like I've definitely experienced that before. I think we all have experienced friendships which start off well and then after a while they just become super selfish and that one person you know maybe there's something about you that they don't like or you know it's something like unspoken it might it might not be that they have like malicious intent towards you or anything like that but it's just they they kind of like i said they lose that aspect of i care about you just because i love you now it's just like oh i'm just here because like 
I want friends and like I need to go out so I need you to be there because you're you have the car you know whatever whatever it is it just kind of becomes one-sided and I think we've all like experienced that and I think we also hang on to friendships because they have been our friends for so long you know you don't want to give up a friendship of like five six ten years right so I think that's also one reason why we hang on to some relationships that may be toxic yeah I think something that people don't really talk about is how to kind of move away from those friendships in a healthy manner like it's okay to grow apart from somebody because how can you expect to get along with somebody that you've known since you were two years old like you're gonna change you're gonna grow And maybe your views don't necessarily align anymore. And that's okay. You shouldn't be forced or feel pressured to continue to be friends with someone that you have nothing in common with anymore. I don't know. Like for me, I think as I've gotten older, something really important or like a core value I've had when it comes to friendships is I need to be able to talk to them about something of substance. I feel like just because in my own personal like life, I've gone to a point where like, I can't really deal with like the artificial things anymore you know it's I need to have, be stimulated you know like I need to have be able to have like an intellectual conversation and there are just people that I can't do that with or some people that I feel like I can only take them in doses you know what I mean like I can only see that person for a certain amount of time but if it exceeds that then things just kind of go sour you know I feel like that's also a sign of a toxic relationship because I feel like you shouldn't have to get those doses. You know what I mean? Like if you say like, okay, I can't stand them for more than two hours, three hours, that's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, someone, I think that's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad <laughs> sign. <laughs> but I also think that like you're right like when you're getting older you want to be able to talk to people about those adult things it's not just about like i said one direction anymore it's also (laughs) about hey like what's gonna happen when we die i mean we don't have to always talk about that but i'm saying like these are things that like ultimately that's what it comes down to you know these kind of existential spiritual life-changing things come into your life and you want to be able to talk about with your friends because you can't talk about these things with your family sometimes you can't talk about it maybe with your significant other or whatever your sibling you know you need like your friends for that and i think you're you're completely right like when it's when this happens you have to leave and i also think that people don't like other people don't understand that that is an okay reason to leave a friendship like just because we've been friends for 10 years doesn't mean i have to talk to you for the rest of my life because now i may not have something in common with you which means i have the right to you know kind of move away from that relationship it doesn't mean that i'm going to cut you out of my life completely it just means that maybe we're not gonna be as close anymore yeah like i think I don't know if you guys know this, but like I've heard that you kind of become like the seven people that you hang out with the most. Like you kind of take on their traits and kind of become like that, even subconsciously, like without even realizing that you're doing that. So I know for me, like in my own experience, certain people like I've hung out with, their kind of bad tendencies rubbed off on me and caused me to kind of like go through some downfall. And I wasn't able to really come out of that until I removed myself from that friendship and I think that's okay you have to do that yeah like completely agree again Samana like you have to do that and I also feel like those bad habits have rubbed off on me too like definitely compare myself to how I was with certain friends compared to now I can see like there has been positive growth and 
would that wouldn't have been there if i hadn't like stopped being friends with those people or i hadn't distanced myself from them so how would you walk away from that toxic relationship or friendship okay this is hard because people get really offended and you have to everyone's different like everyone's feelings are going to be affected in a different way for some people like you might just drift and then never talk to them again and that might just happen over time but for some people they might not feel the same way as you and that's when you have to have that like conversation with them about hey like i don't feel like this friendship is affecting me in a positive way or helping me grow in any way and therefore i do want to take some time apart or i do want to kind of you know do my own thing for a while yeah i think it really just comes down to putting yourself first at that point i think you've known that person for enough time to kind of know how they react and respond to things so you can kind of cater the conversation towards that and like try to make it as easy for them to go through it as possible i think you really have to look at the damage that's being done you know and like how severe is it like is it enough to make you walk away from the relationship and if it's doing more damage to you than it is doing good for them like you you have to just remove yourself from it as hard as it is because in the long run like in the short term it might seem selfish but in the long run it's better because by removing yourself from that situation you can be better for everybody else in your life and for yourself yeah because at the end of the day like this is gonna affect you more than anyone right like yes it's gonna affect the other person but you have to take in your mental health into the equation what if it's like not what if that person in the future decides to also change and you know maybe they want to like try again in in the friendship would you give them a chance i think that if they come back saying that they've changed and you can sort out your differences you can definitely give it another chance um it just depends on if they actually do change you would have to go through that process again but i mean if they have changed and you can see that then it's good you have your friend back you know just kind of keep your like eyes open i think you just have to be a little bit extra cautious if that person walks back into your life because you know what they were capable of before but i think like also what you said it's just, you have to give people a chance like you can't people change and like that's okay you can't just hold them to what they were maybe they have really grown and you have to like give them that opportunity to show you it really comes down to like their actions right okay so i think those are like all really good points like what you guys said that giving people a second chance isn't a bad thing and that you know shows that they that gives them a chance to actually grow and hopefully your friendship will you know get better over time and stuff but i've always thought about this so what do you guys think about people so i i've seen people in my life or in in just acquaintances who've um kind of had the same friends like their whole life uh what do you guys think of that do you think it's possible to be friends with the same person your whole life I mean, I have two friends next to me that I hope will be in my life forever. <laughs> Growing old together, guys. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, friendships, like, from, like, kindergarten or, like, grade one, like, that have kind of carried over till now and maybe even in the future. Do you think, like, that much of a difference is possible? So I think I can speak to this because I've had friends from when I was in preschool. And i would say that it is possible but i think the most important thing is as you guys are growing together it comes down to that same thing that you have to kind of just let each other be who they are and if you can do that i think you can definitely like flourish that relationship if you just have that mutual respect and understanding 
and let each other grow in the directions they need to, even if you don't necessarily agree with it. But you can still support somebody in what they're doing, even if you don't understand it or even if you don't necessarily agree with what it is that they're like moving towards. If you can just support them, I think that's like very strong foundation for a relationship that can last a really long time. Okay, yeah, I can't relate to that because I like moved around too much. So now I don't have any friends from my childhood. So I can never experiment and tell you either. But I guess, yeah, you're right. Like it is possible. Um, but I think it's still kind of rare, right? Like you wouldn't say it's like always the case. It's, it's still pretty rare. I think that the time factor plays a key. I think majority of people, they don't want to break a friendship because they've been friends for so long, which, you know, that's that's not good because you're you're growing over time. So everyone grows apart and that's fine it's nothing to be like angry about you know like if you have friends and you grow apart it's fine you know you guys have different interests you don't have to be in each other's lives to support each other exactly like you can support each other from afar and i think like what you said it just really reminded me that like you get comfortable in the toxicity like you don't even realize it's happening because it's just an everyday thing You don't even realize that like you're being like manipulated or whatever the case may be. You just get comfortable and it becomes like this normalcy. And I think it's really important to kind of once in a while put some distance between you and the relationship and view that relationship from the outside. And then that way you can gain a lot more perspective as to what's happening inside of it. Yeah, like that reminds me, my mom, spot on with everything, man. Like (laughs) my mom... My mom tells me like years in advance, like that person, not good for you. And I'm like, what do you mean? I love them. And then 10 years or five years after, oh, I'm not friends with them anymore, mom. My mom's like, I told you. And you know what? She's right. She She's more woke than I am. And I think when you're in that relationship, you kind of get so used to it that you forget what a healthy relationship looks like or what you actually deserve in a relationship. And moms and even just like outsiders, like friends or, you know, your siblings can kind of tell you a lot about like they they know that person from like that outside lens so their lenses aren't blurred like how ours are when we're in that relationship i think it's really important to kind of distinguish the difference between like are you supporting this person just because you want to hold on to this friendship or are you like genuinely supporting them you know i think people kind of like blur those two together and they don't really know like How genuine is this friendship? Am I just here because of the time factor? Or am I here because I genuinely want to be here? And I feel like over time, I've become more intuitive than anything. Like I don't, like before when I used to judge my friendships, I used to be like, oh, like what do I think about them? Like I would use my brain to like kind of figure out, be like, okay, like that one day she bought me food. So she's not a bad friend, okay? (laughs) And now it's like, oh wait, like I don't have a good feeling about this person anymore. So therefore I'm not going to, you know, put so much effort into this relationship because I don't feel like I'm getting anything in return. Oh my God. Okay, so that reminded me. I don't like friendships where it's like, oh, you spent money on me. So now I'm going to spend money on you. Okay, that bothers me so much. So in the past, I had a friendship where it was so like, you know, every cent counts. So if I spend $3.82 on her, she gave me back $3.82. 
that's honestly whack honestly like i can't believe people like that people do that but i think a lot of it what it comes down to is like how the person was raised right maybe they were raised in a family that's like very money conscious so now they're also money conscious but i also think that that's that kind of relationship isn't healthy and it can become very toxic because now you're missing the element where it's like i'm doing things for you because i love you now it's like oh i'm doing things for you because you did this for me yesterday and i think that that's a toxic that's a toxic friendship right there sorry santa (laughs) no worries so even like yeah like gas money like okay sorry you had to pick me up and spend money on gas but like i'm sorry you're getting my friendship out of this yeah like your company is the reward here i'm sorry like okay it's fine if you feel like you're always driving and okay it's fine like to pay for your friend once in a while if they're always driving you everywhere that's fine like no one's saying you can't do that but don't always expect that to be like don't expect that from people all the time like you should just do things for people out of the goodness of your heart but like i said everyone has access to different resources they were all raised in a different way so i think it just comes down to finding people that like match your wavelength as well Yeah, I think like it also comes down to everybody's different in the way that they show love and appreciation. And I think you have to kind of look out for that because just because somebody shows you something in one way, because that's how you would expect for somebody to show love to you doesn't mean that they would necessarily do that. But at the end of the day, like you still have to support your friends and like, you know be genuine and like do things exactly like you said like with the goodness of your heart and there's so many ways that you can do that okay fine if you come from like a background where you're super money conscious and stuff that's okay but like show me that you care in in some other form but if you're giving me nothing then that's a red flag um completely agree with that as well like you don't always have to spend that's not money is not the only way to show like your love for somebody you can also spend time with that person you can check up on that person if you think that maybe they're not doing well or you know you can also provide other kinds of support like maybe i don't know help them with a school assignment that they had or just little things like that or text them once in a while asking like how are you just to show like people that you care it doesn't matter if you have money or not at the end of the day like that's just a random thing that's there yeah at the end of the day it's like i think what i like is if you're checking in on your friends you know like if you know they're going through something or they're stressed with school you know check in on them see how they're doing um maybe they maybe take them out you know you don't have to spend money for that you know just go to a park have fun you know just spend time with them to maybe like take anxiety off for them or something like that yeah i found that like for like my previous like friendships i feel like that that was missing like that genuine care like checking in on you like i think oh i remember you told me on an exam like good luck like little things like that i feel like that was missing and like i didn't realize like what a difference that makes to actually have that because when you don't have that you forget like what that feels like and then when you get that you're like oh wait like this is what a good friendship looks like and then now you can set your expectations and so if the next person comes into your life like a friend or something you know that like this is the minimum you should be receiving and it's not too much to ask for it's not hard to send a text like everybody sends texts these days it's not hard to like you know message somebody on facebook if you don't have their number like there's these things are so easy to do and there's really no excuse to not do them and i think that if you go through something that's like you have to go through something to see who your real friends are because you'll know who checks up on you who does things for you you know like i think everybody goes through something and then has that realization where they know that who their real friends are or who's there to support them yeah i think it really is true that the small things are the big things 
you don't have to do these grand gestures to show somebody that you care. Like oftentimes, just somebody knowing that you've been thinking about them will make their day and like it makes all the difference. And and it doesn't take a lot to, to do these things. So for me, it's really weird because so let's say I end a friendship, right? And this person I've known it for like 10 years of my life and um, I've left that relationship. So when it's for me, this is really weird because when it ends, I feel kind of indifferent towards it. I'm like, oh, okay, like whatever, you know, because maybe at the end of that friendship, I didn't feel that close to them anyway. So when it ended, it didn't matter. But then this is the weird part. Weeks after or months after I'd, I'd randomly start thinking about that person, I think about all the good times we had and be like, damn, like I miss that person. You know, I wish I could have, you know, maybe fixed the relationship or maybe I could have done something different to um, save the relationship from falling apart. But then I'm also thinking like, wait, why do I always have to, you know, take the initiative of fixing this friendship? Why can't they ever put in that same effort that I feel like I've been putting in all these years? And so for me, it's not it doesn't like hit me right after it hits me like weeks after for some reason. I, I don't know why this happens to me. I think, OK, I think it's because I may be like watching a movie and like something like might remind me of them or I might be. I don't know, on the internet scrolling and something again might remind me of them. So I think that's that hurts me more versus like right after. Right after, I'm like kind of emotionally numb. And I think that's just me, like my response to everything in general. It's just I become numb and then like I process it afterwards. For me, I, it was totally opposite. I was so sad like right at the beginning. I remember crying. <laughs> but, you know, I think as time, like I think, the first week I was like oh damn like we're not friends anymore but then as time progresses like I still think about her but you know it's just like oh I see the I see how it was very toxic so I don't really get sad I don't say like oh I wish we could have fixed it or something because I know that at the end of the day like I wasn't having a good time just because it was so toxic my friendships the way they've ended it necessarily wasn't abrupt it was kind of like the slow burning slow fizzling out and i guess in a way it kind of made it a little bit easier because as i'm reaching the end i'm kind of seeing the signs and i'm seeing that like this is kind of coming to a close now so before it happens i'm able to kind of prepare myself for what's coming so I guess in that sense, it makes it a little bit easier. But having something happen abruptly like that, obviously, it, it's harder to process that. Yeah, I think for me, time really plays a big role. And when I have had to cut certain people out of my life, initially, it hurt really, really badly. But at the same time, I knew it was the right decision because even though I would be feeling all of those emotions and I would be processing and like hurting, there would be a part of me that kind of felt liberated and kind of felt free that like, I feel a little bit lighter now. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know that that person was bad for you and yeah, you miss them, but it takes time to really, like what I said before, put that distance between you and the relationship. And now you've had time to process and you've kind of taken a step back and you can really see it for what it is. And you can like really see all the red flags that like you were blinded to before. And I think that kind of should just serve as a comfort to you that you did make the right decision. And I think it really comes down to like, that intuition of yours like you know when something isn't right for you 
And there's a reason that you feel like you need to walk away from this as hard as it is. So you have to kind of trust that like intuitive feeling. Do you guys think like I just have a question. Let's say you are trying to like leave a relationship. Do you think that you owe that person an explanation or is it okay to kind of just slowly like withdraw? I think it's okay if you slowly withdraw, but um I mean, it depends on how if it's like okay, yeah, you guys haven't been talking and you know like it's you just stop talking. I think that's better than like just blocking somebody. <laughs> what <laughs> woke up locked blocked blocked oh i thought you said you woke up locked in your yeah. room. and i was like yeah like i think if they ask you for an explanation like let's say it ends and there was no no like nothing was said like there wasn't a fight or anything but maybe down the line if they message you and they're like hey like what was the reason like why did this happen then i think it's good to give an explanation and again like you said there's two sides to every story so they might not agree with you but you just have to let it go like you can't again try to like make something work that's already broken you just have to be like okay like i'm i'm sorry you feel that way but i don't feel that way and if you can't see things from my perspective and i can't see things from your perspective then maybe it's it's best we just walk away cuz when you're at a crossroads like that it's really hard to get over that bump and even if you get over that bump and you try to give another chance like things may not be the same again you know yeah i think that like from my own experience i've realized that people see things differently right and like you may have your reasons for leaving that relationship and you may think that you did it in the best way that you could but like down the line maybe you're somehow you two have like rekindled and you've started talking again and it comes up and you realize that for them it was a completely different experience and they felt really wronged by the way that you handled things even though you thought that you were doing good for everybody i think for me i really struggled with this because i just have this thing where like i genuinely am trying to be the best person i can be and like genuinely like just trying to support everybody around me and i try my best obviously not to hurt people I, and if i do it's not like i'm not purposefully doing that so to have somebody kind of have like a sour taste in their mouth for me even though like that was the furthest thing from what i was trying to do that really bothers me knowing that like there's this person walking in the world and like every time they think of me it's like this negative association and i don't really have control over that and i think i kind of just had to come to terms with the fact that you can't please everybody and you just have to do your part and you know if somebody can't respect that or understand that you did your best and there's not really much more you can do like what's pondering over it going to do nothing yeah like what you were saying about like trying to get everybody to like you and trying to make everybody you know see you in a certain way i think that's really relatable and that happens to like everybody right like we all go through that where it's like i'm just trying to make people happy i want everybody to like me but i think when like that is your personality and when that's like what you desire from people you're subjecting yourself to a lot of toxic relationships because now you're making yourself vulnerable to a lot of people who will abuse you and use you in in a toxic way and and that kind of like at the end of the day that's only hurting you right and you're just trying to give give and give and eventually you'll run out 
of how much you can give so it's important to have those like healthy boundaries like it's okay if not everybody likes you it's okay if not everybody agrees with you and telling yourself that it's okay and it's not your fault that that's like i think the most important thing so i feel like a lot of the stuff that we just talked about was really heavy so i think we should kind of end this off on a more positive note so i thought we would talk a little bit about us and like how our friendship has progressed over the years and like I feel like the three of us are in the best place that we've been in in our entire friendship. What do you guys think? Or is it just me? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like what I want to say, what I love about our group is like, okay, I'll start with Samana and then I'll go to Santa. So Samana, I love that you are just like, you're such a nice and like giving person. And I feel like you're so like non-judgmental like you don't care about any like stupid things or embarrassing things will do you'll be like okay that's fine guys like no problems (laughs) and i just love how like uh, like unapologetically yourself you are and how accepting you are of other people like even if we do go through like major life changes or career changes or whatever it is like you're always there for us and you always like kind of support us um and i also love that you are like the wisest person in our group (laughs) like she is our second like she's like a guru to us i mean she she's like woke about things so samana is definitely the person like you go to when you when you need some like real life advice and then santa i just love how you are always accommodating to all of our needs like you're you're always there for us like if we need to hang out somewhere you're like yo guys like come over no problem like you don't ask us to like pay for anything you're like don't worry guys i'll order us food like no problem like just show up like it's all good and I love that I never have to worry about like anything like with being with you. It's always so easy, you know. It's never like, oh, well, like, what's Santa gonna think of me like today? Like, if I tell her this thing about myself, it's just like, oh, Santa won't give a shit about it. Like, Santa's gonna love me no matter what. So. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Don't worry. <laughs> so I think that's like what I love about our group is that we just accept each other for who we are, and like we're always there for each other, and we never have to worry about our friendship being like toxic or being like. I think you just have to talk openly about it and I and I like that we um like it's never it's never like oh like I don't I have like this like you know grudge against you Samana today so like I'm never gonna talk to you I'm gonna keep it like under wraps it's like oh if I have a problem with you like I'll just say it to you and I know like you won't care because you you know you'll understand where I'm coming from and I like I just love both of you so much because like you guys have just been so supportive like these past 10 years of my life and something that happened recently like you guys know that I was going through a rough patch but like I just can't believe that you guys texted me asking me to FaceTime and then just showed up to my house with ice cream (laughs) like you know just to cheer me up like you need friends like that in your life that are just gonna show up and support you you know like that actually like I was so happy and I would have cried because you know like I never thought I would have friends that are so supportive you know like and you guys check up on me all the time like you know it's it's just you need those like amazing friends in your life to like go through everything with you. I think also like this is just going back to the when we were talking about friendships from when you're young and stuff. I think we have kind of had the privilege of watching each other grow and like I know they can attest to like me going through all of these crazy phases in my life. She has 100% gone through so many phases. But the fact that like I could go through all of that and still have them support me no matter what crazy thing I was into and just know that like they genuinely have my back and I was able to go through all of that and experience it and still have them with me today. Like that's a big thing. I feel like 
it's really rare to find friendships like that so i love you guys we don't even need to go out and spend a lot of money to have fun you know like as inchara said like they always can come over to my house and play board games you know we can beat samana and deal (laughs) but you know and then we do go out you know we have our brunch dates you know so it's we just we have a lot of fun and it's this is just the best group i could ever think of having yeah like i feel like you guys are just you go out of your way to just be so supportive like even for me like recently like when I got engaged and stuff and like you guys showed up with like a cake and everything and like it just meant so much to me so I feel like like we were saying before it's the small things that are the really really big things for us and like no matter what I know like if I'm going through something I have you guys and like I can just be as open and vulnerable as I possibly can be and like I don't have to worry about you guys judging me or anything and you guys just have my back oh like all of this is so sweet (laughs) (laughs) yeah like we're just talking about our own experiences you know like whatever we're going through we're gonna just share that and like just have an open conversation because I feel like we have to be honest with each other because I feel like so many things that we're going through a lot of other people are going through and I just want to kind of have like this platform where like we can just talk and like you know we can talk about things that maybe a lot of people don't want to talk about or are afraid to talk about and like kind of just open the table a little bit for like to open the conversation up to other people. And I think even if we could help one person, you know, that will make us feel better. You know, we, we're just here. We're trying to share our experiences, um, our do's and don'ts. So, you know, I think that's all we want. We want people to learn from our experiences and just to help people. Please don't forget to follow us on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it may be. And please do follow us on Instagram at Lake Talks with Sis. By the way, guys, if you haven't figured out what Sis stands for, just think about it for a second and we'll we'll tell you about it in the next episode. But it's pretty straightforward if you haven't figured it out already. Okay, Samana, why do you want to make them wait? Come on, just tell them. I have to keep them coming back for more, you know? <laughs> can't show everything on the first date (laughs) (laughs) okay y'all are weird now Uh, let's let's end this right now all right guys we'll see you soon take care bye bye bye